0: Nibam Atmalingam Maya Puri Raya Pankaja San Nevishtam Shadanadi Bimalachitajala Bishay Nityam Zamadi Kusumay Napunar Bavaya Nityam Zamadi this is from Naguna Puja of Adi Shankara. I worship the jeweled linga of the self residing in the city of the Maya city of the body. And in the heart lotus. Now I am going to do perform abhishekam with clear water of Chitta, that is thought, from the river of Shraddha and offer flower of Samadhi to that lingam and be one with it for not being born again.
1: Anyone has any question, any doubt? Hi Sanjay. Hello Marco, how are you? Hi, good to see you. A big hug to you and everybody. Uh, My question is the following. Uh, More and more in the last weeks, months, uh, um, let's say weeks more than months, uh, I find myself uh, really feeling uh, I am nothing, I am nothing, and I don't want anything from anybody. How do I know if this sentence comes from uh, self or uh, there can be some form of pride or even disappointment in this. But I really feel that, uh, you know, I feel more at peace. If I, if I think that I will lose everything, the body and everything, I am more and more into peace. But relating with the others, there are no others. But with this sentence, I don't want anything from anybody. How do I know if it comes from being or if there is some pride They go clean it? <clears throat> I think, Marco, you answered very beautifully. You said that with this there is peace. So wherever there is peace, that is the proof of that it is from the source. Because look, when mind, because anything which is coming in a form of a thought, again it touches the domain of mind. But then if this feeling is there that I am nothing, and I don't need anything, and you are at peace. You focus on peace and let this thought be there or not there, doesn't matter. But this is the state of every seeker and every sage also. They they are nothing and they don't need anything from anyone. I would say that this is a Mahavakya, this is the statement, you know when we reach our own heart, we have this realization that we are nothing. And because we are contented and satisfied in this seeing, we realize that we don't need anything from anyone. And then this dream created by our own mind with a lot of people around us, has no significance. And when you have no significance and you are contented in your own self, this dream starts fading. It becomes lucid, just like the dream at night. This waking dream also leaves grip on you. When we become new seekers and we try to focus, so many things attract us. And then this Maya, what Neela Kanchanji was saying, tries its best attempt to pull us. And that best attempt is our weaknesses or our attachments. And it tries to pull us into that and then we say, I have lost interest in the thing which I really loved. Is it true? I am getting depressed or is it something I am reaching there? You know, in Bhagwan's time, there were seekers who were very good singers. When they reached Bhagwan, and they found that contentment, some of them couldn't even sing after that. But then mind can say, oh, what's the use of knowing something by which I'm losing my marbles or losing my ability to do things, to perform? Um, Because that is the pride of ego, Uh, abilities, things which we have learned, you know, that relative knowledge, we are so proud of it. Sometimes that absolute power takes away, so no proud left, ego melts away. Because it happens in, in, can happen in a different way in every individual, this opening, because Uh, What we have collected in our mind is also different and different attachments and don't know for how long. Have faith. Other thing which was in this shloka was faith. With faith you give your attention to that. So when this question arises, that means there is a doubt that whether this I am nothing and I don't need anything from anyone. Is it coming from my mind or is it true? or Because why the question comes? The question comes only when we have a doubt. Doubt means there is something in the mind which is still not 100% dedicated to our heart. So it is merging but a tale is left. Allow that tale to finish with your faith. Faith is a very big thing. Faith increases the grace, because faith also takes you to complete surrender. And that surrender of the ego leaves nothing but that absolute within us. Once you have completely surrendered and the ego dissolves in that seeing, Then even if mind brings anything in front of you, you will have no doubt. Because you have changed the party, you are no more with mind. You are that absolute before mind. And then if mind brings, it has no effect on you. Though the mind looks so big, because it is projecting all this whole world in front of us, our body, the body is solid, it it is so real-looking and then there is situation arising, people coming, going. It is exactly like projector is so small, but when it projects, the things look so big, on the big screen. It comes from that source in your heart. Even mind comes from there. Everything comes from us. If you kept dancing as a person in that projection, you can never know the source. To know the source, you have to leave this place where you are acting, dancing, As a person, all the time, controlled by mind, following thoughts after thoughts. The moment you start becoming very subtle and sensitive and aware of how this functioning of the mind comes, you will start noticing that, The way what we feed, it comes in form of reality in this world. Sometimes it comes in form of a dream at night. What we feed, what we are interested in. Even if you are interested in a news in media or something, it comes in the form of a dream at night. Or sometimes those things start manifesting in our life. It is exactly what we are feeding to the mind. If you stop feeding to the mind and your attention is in your heart, peace comes to you, bliss unfolds, and you attain this eternal silence. I would say, even if there is a doubt, you stay there, where you are nothing and where you don't need anything from anyone and go deeper and deeper in your seeing till you become one. So what you can offer is your attention there, complete attention all the time. and give responsibilities to that Absolute who created this body. is taking care of all bodies. Then who are we to decide how this body should be fed or what has to happen? You know, when Bhagwan gave up, he surrendered, he found that self within him there was always someone to take care of his body when he neglected his body. It never happened that he stopped taking care of the body only when an attendant arrived. arrived. Now that you have I are there, now I will be in my self and bliss. I was waiting for you, or he was not looking for anyone. That absolute does everything for us. We have to have faith. All what our mind gives importance to things around us is arising from the ego only. Ego has attachments. Ego's identification is there with these things. If these things disappear or we are not involved, then who am I? And where we become nothing, ego has no role to play. path of liberation is very different from all the activities and achievements we do in this waking dream. Those rules don't apply here. Here everything depends on grace. Grace comes when we are humble. And one pointed efforts to know that pure self and abiding in it. You need to understand that we are trying to know that absolute when we are in this city this sansara of maya only everywhere everyone is slave of it very hard to pick up who is out of it It is your own dream, you have to be out of it. You know, 2500 years ago, when Buddha went on this path, You would think there would be so many people, enlightened souls at that time. I don't know how come he couldn't find even one single person who could liberate him. And he has to do his own job, sit and contemplate and know it. We can't be dependent on anything external. External things can only tell you to be there. And to be there is our own task. Throughout the day, taking back that energy which we have given to our sense organs, to seek pleasure for this body which will be dead soon, We are slave of this body. In reality, there are very limited requirements of this body. Perhaps food, water and air and some clothing or shelter. just like aboriginals living. But mind and our interest, our attachments, we have moved so much into the world and created this world for this body only. And so much body-centered that we also want other bodies to die or leave, creating hatred, jealousy, aggression. So within this dream, we have created so much of chaos. Now we want to move out. To move out, we have to move in, look within. Mind is the entity which is needed to seek pleasure for the body or to indulge in this world. No self, you don't need this entity. But yes, our attention is going with mind externally, we have to bring that attention back. So attention is the tool which we have to bring to our heart. Once we offer our attention to the self, with one pointedness, no other interest, then Self is realized. Self can only be realized by Self only, but to realize the Self, this all Noise of the mind has to go. It is like there is a silence. But if there is noise in this room, how can you listen to silence? You have to turn off the noise, noise of mind. When this unfoldment happens, we realize we are nothing, no thing, no body, no mind. We are bliss and we are undefinable. Even self has to use a language which is in domain of maya, but indescribable what I am. We say it is Sat Chitanand, it is truth, it is existence, consciousness, bliss. But these three words cannot make you into any form, because it is formless. I would say, you can only say that this is reality. And in terms of reality, we call reality something which is never changes. So it is unchanging. It is always bliss, unaffected by external circumstances in this illusory world. And it is eternal, unchanging eternal bliss. You can call it by any name, you can even call it God but it has no name, it does not belong to you or me or a religion, it is all-pervading, it is in the heart of everybody, everything. Knowing this, we know everything, everyone. Because nothing is without it. Whether that thing knows it or not is a different story. But once we know within us, we know it is in all of us. It never sleeps. It never leaves. It never changes. It is readily available to all of us if we are interested to know it. And to know that you have to be that. Mind cannot know it. Some people have experiences in which they realize when the mind shuts away in waking state and they realize this self. But then the mind comes back and then the mind says it was an experience. Because when you were that, there was no mind. Mind only has after effects of it. If you see Bhagwan's teachings, he clearly said that you cannot know the cell with the word, the way you perceive the word, because you have to flip it. You have to bring mind to your heart. With hundreds of desires, wisdom cannot come to you. Desirelessness is wisdom. The moment we become desireless, what is left is wisdom. Because our desires continue this word, and we are drowned in this word. the tail end of mind can still say that what I'm feeling as nothing, not needing from anyone, could be just a trick. It can call everything as a trick because mind also wants to stay. Maya wants to play its role through this body. This is a powerful illusion. See the habits of the body. I believe in lifestyle changes which can get rid of any disease. But in all these years I have realized It is the most difficult thing to do, it is easy to take a pill, go for surgery but to change your habits, people find it so difficult. Sometimes they do it for a week or a month and then they go back to their previous habits. receding from this personality is a big task. Only few brave people can do it. And that is the reason personality is considered as a non-modifiable risk factor for disease. Non-modifiable. To give up this personality, you just transcend, just leave everything. It is a mask. Persona means mask. If you transcend, then there is no need to change anything. No need to modify. You just move out of it and when you look for evidence, the biggest evidence is contentment and peace and this path When there's all Maya's domain, only proof is this peace. If peace is there, you are in your heart. Some sages, they continue doing some crazy acts by their body or some old habits like smoking. But they have no identification with body and body's acts. Though you might think that what this person is doing, for you, he is the body and he is doing an act of the body which you think is not appropriate but he has no identification with body, then what body is doing is not him. Could be old habits going on, on automation, but internally no identification, no guilt, no pride, nothing. That awareness is always uninvolved. It is our ego which is involved in everything, good or bad. If you think good acts is the cause of liberation, you are completely wrong. lot of people think that. Good acts makes you a good human being. Good human being will have good karmas collected, good life. Appreciation, that's all good, but you are not out of it. Now your bondage is in goodness. Perhaps. Ego can derive pleasure from that goodness. Now you need, or you want, or you are seeking some recognition, some medal. Order of Australia medal, or something like that. Or some other medals. So the journey continues with your desires. Desires, good or bad, All desires are bad in that sense of bondage. Any doership, good or bad, is a bondage that I am doing. I have met godly divine people, in eyes of others, and when you talk to them one-to-one, they have mentioned that I didn't get recognition, what I deserved. So bondage can stay with you till the end, whatever goodness you have done. Looking for recognition, who looks for recognition? Who would recognize you, who are you? Don't think this is a small trap, it's a huge trap, it can bind us from, you leave one thing it will bind from somewhere else. Only thing which can leave, get you out of is your uninvolved witnessing reaching desirelessness, your non-attachment, your non-doership, you can pick up anything and stay with that and see how easy it becomes. But then you cannot choose. If you are still choosing that I will be detached from this and this I will continue, then it is very hard. And our mind plays tricks, you would like to keep things what you really love or you are attached. Sometimes it's good to discuss with someone because we have so many attachments and so many things. Just to clarify where we stand, sometimes satsang and discussion is very important. Yesterday someone was asking me, and he's a very nice, humble person. He said, how to know that self? And I was saying the same thing. And he said, yes, I have no attach- no desires and I'm out of all this. And all the time he's worried about his son. So I asked him, are you attached? He said, of course, I'm a human, I have to be attached. I'm attached to you. I said, don't worry about me. He said, yes, attachments will be there, you know, because I love people around me. We all have these weaknesses which keeps us there. And the mind says, yes, it is normal. So don't question this, but tell me how to know the self. There was a Christian priest in India, I think was in Pune, then I think he moved to U.S. and he was psychologist by profession. One time I was listening to him and there was some talk show in U.S. and he said, after liberation, after my own liberation, I realized that when I was getting rid of suffering of people as a psychologist, I was not helping them. I was keeping them in this illusory maya by just fixing them at that level. Because if I would have left them, they could have hit the rock bottom and they would like to get out of it. But I just fixed them there, where they were. Though they were very thankful to me, now they enjoy life. Now they go out and they are like normal human beings. But he said, I I thought... if they would have been left for a while and then someone could have picked them up, or if they would have realized that there's not as much fun as we think in this world to keep this ego alive. Maybe the God was showering grace on them and I was taking away that grace. Even to understand what he is saying, you need very deep understanding. Otherwise you can say that what he is talking is crap or he is not compassionate. Because what we call it compassion has different levels, different understanding. We are so attached to people and things, especially I would like to say about people, family members, and we say we love them. How can we not love them? If you really want to love them and you want to love everyone, you have to love from the source, not from the ego. Ego's love is very, very selfish love full of attachments, full of expectations. Though how much we say we only love and we give to the people we love, but there is always sense of expectations and there is attachment with it. Tomorrow, if they don't look back and leave us, we feel hurt. because of this attachment. But if you love everyone from that source, even if you don't want to love, love will flow. This is love for all beings, everything. Knowing the self fixes everything. This is the purest state and unchanging, and it never changes like our mind. One day we are good with someone, the next day, in a bad mood, we can say anything to that same person. Some people are so moody, that their employees wait for their good mood to talk to them. They observe from a distance how he is behaving, whether he is smiling, whether he is responding to any greetings, and then they slowly approach. (laughs) This is all our mind's play. Give up your dependence on mind. When we give up dependence on mind, we are giving up everything, because everything is coming from mind only. There is nothing external. Bhagwan was never happy with control of mind. He said controlling the mind means mind is still there. And all these techniques of pranayama, japa, they all control it. They are good to start But Mano-Nasha, destruction of mind, finishing it off forever, then you have captured the fort, fort of self. Any thought arising don't accept as it is for you. Where will it go? It has no base to land. It lands only in ego mode. When you have changed the mode to pure Self, it has no landing place. It is coming to the address where no one lives now. No one is taking any instructions from mind anymore. What will happen to that mind? It becomes dysfunctional. And you attain your pure bliss eternally. Even when we listen to purest teaching, mind actively listening, segregates, picks up what he thinks is okay for it. Okay for it is the one which can make it not die. Mind wants to continue, keeping you in this illusory world, Silence will take you out of it. Be with silence rather than thoughts. Mind will call it boring, because it is boring to mind. Mind has no clue. mind only knows activity no mind is restful peaceful state no mind is pure self in midst of all activities you are at the resting place Our external situation, activities around us, don't define us. There can be no activities or there can be more activities after knowing the Self, but it doesn't bother us at all. Just like in lucid dream, when you know that you're dreaming, whatever dream is showing, you are at peace because you know it is dream. It usually happens when the dream is really bad. When it's a scary dream, sometimes it finishes and you realize, Oh, I'm out. And I have to tell you the same thing happens in this waking dream. So many times it breaks when it is really bad, bad situation, you have hit a rock bottom, bhagwan had a death experience who wants a death experience for liberation so he never encouraged that he talked about self inquiry abiding in silence self attention but he had a death experience by which he was pulled out of it so many people moved into the Self, in suffering and depression. Eckhart Tolle had a similar experience. He also had, was in depression and had very bad emotional upheaval when he moved out of it. Then, what would you call that? Would you call all that what was happening a suffering or a blessing? We need something to shake us up from this dream. More enjoyable this dream is, more we are in deep slumber. But we don't have to create a suffering, we just have to be witness to whatever is happening. Knowing the Self and abiding in Self, new adjustments happen to the body. To the surrounding situation around us also changes. But have faith, trust, it is all for your attaining the Self, so trust whatever is happening, don't question, be in yourself. Abide in this pure nothingness where you have no identity. Nothing to claim, nothing to reject, nothing to achieve. You are complete without anything. You are purest of pure, unstained and uninvolved, pure witness, pure awareness. This is Samadhi. This is Sahaj Samadhi, which is not there only with eyes closed. It is there with eyes open. It is not there when you just sit alone. It is there even when you are talking to people. It is all the time. It's not there only when you are awake in this waking dream. It is also in dream and deep sleep. It never changes. Waking, dream and deep sleep are domains of mind, not ours. We are unchanging during these three states. which they call Turiya. Turiya is nothing but this awareness, which is not the fourth state, it is the substrata on which other states come and go. You just be with that. If you want to own anything in this world, then own this state of awareness, of silence, be with that.